Hi everyone, and welcome to episode four of Pod Appetit. Please do keep that feedback coming. It's been really gratifying to read, even those of you who don't agree with me. Thank you. A few reminders before we get into this week's review. First, who am I? My name is Dan Cohen. I'm not in the food service industry, and I'm not, as you know by now, a professional writer. But I love food and restaurants and telling people what I think, and so this now is the result. As I've mentioned before, I pay for every meal myself. That means I may only visit the restaurant once, and unless I'm with a big group, inevitably I'll only be able to try a few things from the menu. So what follows is not a definitive review by any means. Think of it more as a restaurant enthusiast's first impression. Please rate and review this podcast if you can. Send any feedback to our email, which is hello at podappetit.com. And do subscribe, please, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or TuneIn if you haven't already. Or you can ask Alexa to play Pod Appetit Podcast on TuneIn. And please follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Pod Appetit. If you missed last week's review of Hometown Barbecue in Red Hook, you can find it in the feed for this podcast. Give it a listen. So, with all that out of the way, let's get on with review number four. Those of you listening who are proficient Italian speakers will know that the word sirenetta means mermaid, or more specifically, little mermaid. Pizzeria Sirenetta is a spin-off from The Big Mermaid, The Mermaid Inn, which started in the East Village, then opened on the Upper West Side, and also has a slightly more limited oyster bar in the West Village. When The Mermaid Inn came to the Upper West Side, it was a big hit. It managed to balance the downtown vibe that attracts Upper West Siders with comforting, well-executed, if not terribly exciting food with a pescatarian focus, and of course, brunch. It hardly goes without saying that the Upper West Side branch of the Mermaid Inn is the only one that serves brunch. Outside seating on Amsterdam Avenue doesn't hurt either. About three years ago, the much larger space next to it became available and the Mermaid Inn moved next door where it continues to thrive in its new surroundings. The owners held on to the original space in Pizzeria Sirenetta was conceived to fill it. They brought in Danny Arment, who had been involved with Franny's and Marco's in Park Slope as a consultant, with the intention of bringing a Brooklyn pizza vibe to the high West 80s. Sirenetta opened about two and a half years ago, and has been at least a big commercial success. It always seems busy, and of course, offers brunch at weekends. We were there on a Tuesday night, though. The space is great. White tiles and white painted exposed brick. Edison bulbs cast a sexy glow over the food and the patrons. There's an impressive white-tiled wood-burning pizza oven, and the words La Vita e Bella painted on one wall. Not a specific pizza or even a food reference, but undeniably Italian. And there's sidewalk seating. It's not big. Despite arriving right on time for our reservation, we were made to wait at the bar, but there was only one seat and there were three of us, so I spent that time squished in a nook between the bar, the restaurant's northern wall, and the host stand by the entrance door. It was cosy, at least. We ordered Aperol spritzes, which weren't quite bitter enough, but were otherwise totally competent. Eventually, our table was ready, and we were guided outside. The menu was divided into three sections, antipasti, pastas, and mains and pizzas. 
None of the dishes are likely to surprise you. We started with broccoli rabe adorned with some garlic and chilli. Burrata, described as being served with roasted peaches and a prosciutto vinaigrette, I recall tomatoes, not peaches, and no detectable taste of prosciutto in the dressing. Marinated artichokes, which our waiter was extremely enthusiastic to get us to order, and which came with shavings of pecorino herbs and a good deal of olive oil, and finally the almost obligatory kale salad, which, when tossed together with the crushed croutons, garlic and grated parmesan cheese that arrived on top of the leaves, turned into my favourite of the appetisers. I'm not usually a big fan of kale, and nor has this dish miraculously turned me into one, but this was the only one of the appetisers that tasted better than I expected. The others were all perfectly good. I don't recall anything being left over on the respective plates, but they didn't surprise, and most of them had a touch more oil than they really needed. Two of our group then opted for the olive oil poached cod with peas and chilli, which they really enjoyed. Both plates were scraped clean, even though it was hard a couple of days later to recall the dish with any real clarity. But you want to know about the pies. We ordered two, the chopped clam and the spicy salami with mozzarella. Sirenetta describes itself as serving Neapolitan pies. I don't think that's quite accurate, although the meaning of that appellation when it comes to pizza in New York has undoubtedly evolved over the past several years. It's not the sort of pizza made of dough of high enough quality to be at least as, if not more, important than the toppings on the pizza itself, and nor when you hold up a slice does it tend towards the slightly soggy, as the slice tapers to where the middle of the pie used to be. But those aren't really problems, especially the soggy middle problem that affects many classic Neapolitan pies. The rim didn't extend very far from the edge of the pizza to where the toppings began. It had bubbled and there were a few charred spots, though not quite enough for my liking. The dough was kind of tasteless, and the crust served more as a conveyance for the toppings than as something to be enjoyed in its own right. But in executing on that mission, it held its own well, crisp and secure, and the toppings were good. The salami was fantastic, the elements of a classic New York pepperoni slice, but significantly upgraded. The clam pie looked more towards New Haven, although Franny's used to serve a clam pie too, so probably via Brooklyn. The clams, though, were too small and hard to taste, and while a good clam pie is never exactly white, this had a slightly unappealing browner-than-usual tinge in its colouring. The gremolata added some welcomed ashes of green, though. The whole effect wasn't unpleasant, just slightly underwhelming. There is no dessert menu. Everyone is given a small coffee cup of panna cotta, a welcome gesture, even if we ended up going down the street for some amarino gelato afterwards. Service was enthusiastic, if a little haphazard. The wine we ordered wasn't sufficiently chilled, so it took some time to come, but that was compensated by free individual glasses of the same wine from a colder, already open bottle while we waited. We enjoyed ourselves at Sirenetta. With a couple of cocktails and a reasonably priced rosé, it came to around $70 a head. Not cheap for a pizza, but it's a good option for the Upper West Side, if not exactly a standout destination for the city as a whole. Three out of five stars. I hope you enjoyed that. Final reminder to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and to subscribe to us through your favourite podcasting platform. And please do rate and review. It really helps. 
Episode 5 will be available on Friday, August 31st, when we'll be just outside the city at Peter's Clam House in Island Park, Long Island. Until then, happy eating and pod appetit.